0: Well, thank you for joining me and welcome. In this episode, we're going to talk about time anxiety. You'll find more information and links in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 436. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. If you run a small business, that's the best kind of notification. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify, and the moment another business dream becomes a reality. Shopify is a commerce platform that's revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're selling custom planners or your artwork, Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so you can focus on successfully growing your business. Shopify covers every sales channel from an in-person point of sale system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. It even lets you sell across social media marketplaces like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Packed with industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth, Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand without having to learn any new skills in design or code. And thanks to 24-7 help and an extensive business course library, Shopify is there to support your success every step of the way. What I find fascinating about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify is there to empower you with the confidence and control to revolutionize your business and take it to the next level. Whatever your business, Shopify allows you to build an online storefront simply and without needing any coding expertise using their customizable templates and branding tools. And it allows you to sell online, in person, through social media, just however and wherever you want to. They also offer tons of resources to help you learn how to amplify your business. So now it's your turn to get serious about selling and you can try Shopify today. This is possibility powered by Shopify. If this sounds like something you and your business would benefit from, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tpw. That's all lowercase, the tpw. So go to shopify.com slash tpw to take your business to the next level today. Once again, that's Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y, shopify.com slash TPW. Okay. So I have been a productivity nerd since I was in middle school and I, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I've mentioned it before over the course of my life. I have read or listened to countless books and articles, blog posts, and podcast episodes about productivity, time management, and everything kind of related to that. That being said, for some reason, I never heard or, or at least I don't recall having heard the term time anxiety until very recently when I read a book called In Good Time by an author named Jen Pollock. I think it's Mitch Michelle or Mitchell. Uh, and as a side note, I, I highly recommend this book. It's really good. There's a lot of good time management kinds of food for thought in it. It's especially good for those who appreciate a faith-based perspective because she does come from that perspective. But the book is subtitled Eight Habits for Reimagining Productivity, Resisting Hurry, and Practicing Peace. And really the book offers enough food for thought and inspiration And it's so well written that as soon as I finished reading it, actually, I started reading it again with a highlighter in hand. And I should say this this episode is not about that book, but the book did inspire this episode. So I'll have a link to it in the show notes in case you want to check it out. In any event, the first section of the book is called On Time Anxiety, and it's there that I first read this term. Uh, and at one point in that first, very first chapter, she says, whatever our religious persuasion, today busyness is pushed upon all of us as expectation, as duty. It's life's de facto characteristic. The days run swift and swollen like a river after rain, and time anxiety is one of humanity's most chronic pains. And that really resonated with me, and this introduction in this book to this concept of time anxiety just piqued my curiosity. So I started digging into reading more about it and I thought I'd share with you some of what I learned. So I looked at a lot of different resources about time anxiety. It's, it's surprising to me again that I just don't recall ever having heard the term before because there's a lot written about it. And so it The first step, I guess, is to ask, what is time anxiety? And like I said, tons of resources about that. I will link to all of these articles in the show notes in case you want to look at it more because there's just a lot there. One of the articles I read uh, defines it this way. Time anxiety is an ongoing feeling of fear and stress about the passing of time. These anxious feelings can range from being occasionally uncomfortable during busy weeks to completely debilitating for someone who is overwhelmingly stressed. Time anxiety can manifest as a variety of different triggers at work. So that's one, one writer's way of describing it. Another one says, time anxiety is the feeling that you're wasting your time. You're anxious over time when you think that it's too late to accomplish your goals. In addition, time anxiety is when you're obsessed about how you spend your time and whether you're doing meaningful activities. And, you know, I don't know about you, but that kind of, um, you know, kind of spoke to me. I, I could recognize myself in that. Another article echoes that saying, time anxiety is the fear of wasting your time. It's an obsession about spending your time in the most meaningful way possible. And uh, yet another article says this, time anxiety is more than just a momentary spike in your workday stress. It's an emotional specter that haunts your days, causes you to procrastinate on important tasks, and can even lead to burnout. And still another says this, time anxiety is a nagging dread caused by the perception of time passing quickly. It's the feeling of not having enough time to do everything you have to do and a fear that you're not doing good enough with the time you do have. On the Rescue Time blog, they had a post that described it this way, kind of asking some questions to see if you recognize yourself here. How often do you feel like you just don't have enough time? Despite trying every time management technique and productivity strategy in the book, do you find it impossible to shake the feeling that time is slipping away? This is called time anxiety. And I think a lot of us feel that. At least uh, I've certainly had conversations with women who who have expressed similar feelings. That same article on the Rescue Time blog also notes that there are different types of time anxiety. And several other articles that I read talked about these too. So this one says there's daily time anxiety. This is the feeling of never having enough time in your day. You feel rushed, stressed, and overwhelmed. Then there is future time anxiety. These are the, according to this article, the what-ifs that ravage your brain. You feel paralyzed thinking through everything that may or may not happen in the future, depending on your actions today. And I think a lot of us um, struggle with this from time to time and to, to varying degrees, this feeling of I've got to make a choice today about what I'm going to do And what will that mean for the future, whether the future is next week or next month or 10 years from now? And then the third type of time anxiety. So there's daily time anxiety, future time anxiety, and then what these articles refer to as existential time anxiety. And the uh, Rescue Time blog post described it this way. This is the overall anxiety of only having a, a limited time to live your life. No matter how much you race ahead or push forward, there's only one finish line. I don't know about you, but for me, that particular type of time anxiety has gotten more present or more, uh, I'm more aware of it as I get older. So that's what time anxiety is in general. All of this boiled down to a feeling that we're wasting time, that we don't have enough time to get the things done that we need and want to do, Uh, this feeling that we're maybe not making the most of our life. And that's, uh, like I said, it's a thing that I wish I'd learned more about earlier. The resources that I mentioned so far and other articles and materials that I read talk about a number of potential causes of the of time anxiety whichever type we're talking about here obviously one of them is having too much to do we get anxious about time when we feel like we have just too much to do in the amount of time available to us whether it's in a day or in a lifetime another cause of time anxiety comes when we don't know where our time is going we don't really have a good grasp of what we're doing with our time. And this is often the result of just getting through our days, reacting to what comes at us rather than proactively planning. And we'll talk a little later about, you know, some of the things we can do uh, to address this particular one. This one in particular, I think we can actually do something about. If we are feeling time anxiety because we just have this vague sense of not knowing what what have I been doing with my life? (laughs) What have I been doing with my time? And we can do things like time tracking to get a better sense of where we are and then daily planning to be more intentional about using our, our time. But when we don't do those things, when we don't have a good sense of what we're actually doing with the time available to us, that can lead to this time anxiety, as we've discussed it uh, earlier. Time anxiety can come when we don't have clear priorities. Uh, and This kind of ties to the previous one, when we are just kind of getting through our days, reacting, not really... Uh, having prioritized the activities that we're undertaking, the decisions that we're making, not having a plan in mind, whether it's for the day or for the month or for our life. When we don't have clear priorities, we can have that kind of vague sense of anxiety over, am I, am I using my time well? Time is slipping away minute by minute, day by day. And am I doing what I should be doing with it? If we haven't taken the time to to really thoughtfully consider what's important to us and develop those priorities and try to organize our life around those priorities, then time anxiety can be the result. And kind of similar to that or coming along that same line... Several of the articles talked about how time anxiety can result from a fear of living a life without meaning. And I thought that was interesting as I was reading all of this because we just talked about this idea of meaning in life back in episode 431. I'll put a link in the show notes to that previous episode in case you haven't listened to it, where we talked about finding meaning in our life. This is kind of the result of that existential dread that why am I here? What is the meaning of life kind of thing? One medical doctor in a psychology today article speaks of the questions that he struggles with along these lines. And I love the way he said it in this post or in this article, he says, am I creating the greatest amount of value with my life that I can That's the question that brings this type of time anxiety. He goes on to say, "'Will I feel when it comes my time to die "'that I spent too much of my time frivolously? "'Certainly I can't be concerned with creating value for others all the time. "'But if at the end of my life I don't feel that I spent the better part of it "'making some kind of contribution, "'I worry my life will feel like a wasted opportunity.'" So much suffering exists in the world, he says. To me, nothing seems a more important goal, more weighty a goal, than trying to reduce it. And so that, for him, as a medical doctor, is a driving priority in his life. And he struggles with anytime he's not focused on that, on alleviating suffering, am I wasting my time? And he, he ta- has some good things to say about the fact that you can order your life around that goal of, you know, alleviating suffering, for instance, without having to spend every waking moment on it. And so that's an important concept that he kind of addresses in that article. And I thought it was very good. So we've got this concept of time anxiety, And some of the things that can cause it when we're walking around with this feeling of, am I wasting my time? Am I missing opportunities? Am I not accomplishing what I should? How does time anxiety affect us? What, you know, how does it play out in our lives? There was an article that talked about several symptoms of time anxiety specifically in the work context but i felt like these were really applicable to life in general and so this article lists off several of these symptoms at work so worrying about being late to work meetings or other events and that was a common thread in all the materials i read that you know kind of an obsession with not being late or feeling bad anytime you are running late as as a symptom of time anxiety the article lists others being stressed by deadlines as they approach or even when they're far out just knowing that they're there and feeling like time is moving too quickly and I'm not going to get it done in time getting stuck by decision paralysis when choosing what to start next uh, and I I can recognize this when I have a really busy time with my legal practice I have moments like that where I've got all these different things that all are urgently need to be done, and you can almost be paralyzed with well, where should I start? What? No matter what I do, it's going to. There's something else that's being neglected, and that's certainly an element of time anxiety. The article says another one is um, constantly rushing because you feel you aren't doing enough or aren't working fast enough, or feeling like a failure because you're falling behind or Even if you're not falling behind, you're worried that you will fall behind. Uh, Another symptom is not taking breaks or not taking time off because you feel you can't afford to or don't deserve to. You know, this is an issue certainly in the United States where we're known that to not take vacation time as much as some of our counterparts in other countries and we just feel like we've got to go, go, go all the time because there's so much to be done, and we're I'm going to run out of time to get it done. And this can actually develop into something called chronophobia, which is the article defines as an irrational, extreme fear of time passing or running out. So it's an actual kind of disorder uh, that can come that that time anxiety can develop into. So other effects of Time anxiety are just those feelings of overwhelm and stress. Uh, we might procrastinate on important tasks because we're just paralyzed and and not able to start because we're just so anxious about the time element of it. We might feel uncomfortable with not finishing everything on our list because we feel like we failed in some way. Or we might worry that we're missing out on life's opportunities. And I think, you know, a lot of us have... have felt that. So those are just some of the ways that time anxiety can manifest itself or affect us in our day-to-day lives at work or elsewhere. So then the obvious next question for me at least was how can we mitigate those effects? How can we deal with this feeling of time anxiety and all the impact that it has on our, our, our mental well-being and our behavior? trying to summarize a lot of the stuff that i read in these uh, various articles i would start with recognizing acknowledging and naming it when we feel it notice that we're feeling it and and call it what it is okay that's time anxiety and notice how it feels in your body are you tense is your you know does your neck hurt? Or is your jaw clenched? What, what, How does it manifest itself physically in your body? Just recognizing that and giving it the name. Awareness is always the starting point for resolution. If we don't even recognize what we're experiencing, we can't address it, right? So that's the first step, I think, is to recognize it for what it is, acknowledge it Feel it, <laughs> notice how it affects our, your body and your mind, and give a name to it. The next thing we can do, I kind of mentioned earlier, is spend some time tracking how you actually are using your time. Because one element of time anxiety that we talked about before is this feeling that I'm not getting enough done. And i I've, I think I've talked about this a couple of times in recent episodes. This this concept of uh, tracking your time, say for a week or so. I, I really was inspired by Laura Vanderkam's discussion in her book. I know how she does it of the time logs that she had women in various areas do, and these were all high achieving women who kept a, a log of their time for a week. And when I listened to the book, one of the things that struck me was how over and over the women who uh, did these logs, when they reported back, they said they realized in doing that that they were accomplishing far more than they had estimated. They were getting more sleep than they had estimated before they did the time log. They're getting more work done. They were spending more time with their children or their spouses than they thought they were. So we're not very good at really uh, estimating how we're spending our time. We aren't very good at remembering how we've spent our time. And that can contribute to time anxiety. So actually tracking it on purpose. And I'll try to remember to put a link. I have a just a blank kind of weekly tracking chart that you can use for this. And I think Laura Vanderkam has a link to one maybe on her website. If you wanted to download something where you could do this for a week and really get an honest sense of what you're actually doing with the time you have. First of all, giving yourself credit for what you're actually doing because you're probably spending more time thinking about what you didn't do than recognizing what you did do. But the other benefit of this exercise is by taking an honest look at what you're doing with your time, it allows you to make better conscious, intentional, purposeful choices to change that if you want to. We um, We can't change what we don't see. We can't uh, if we don't recognize what's actually happening, we can't make intentional conscious choices to change it if that's what we want to do. Tracking our time, I think, is a really valuable exercise, you know, maybe a couple times a year just to keep keep tabs on what we're doing with our time, give ourselves credit for the, the things we are doing, and make choices on purpose about what to change if we want to. Another element of making sure that we're making good use of our time is something I read in a, an article on the Clockify website that says, if you worry that you don't devote enough time to meaningful activities, so if, in other words, if you think you're wasting time, uh, the article says you should ask yourself, what does time well spent signify to you? Um, and they say this, this applies to all segments of your life, like work, What kind of tasks make you feel good when you finish them, make you feel like you've spent your time well? With family and friends, who do you enjoy spending time with and what sorts of things do you enjoy doing with those people? What would time well spent with family and friends look like? And then in the area of your hobbies and your free time, what are your most enjoyable hobbies or activities? Once you've identified what time well spent actually means to you, instead of the, having this nebulous idea of I'm not using my time well, w- what would it take to use your time well? And once you've identified that, then you can intentionally create ways to fit those most meaningful activities into your life. And remember, uh, and several people mention this in articles, rather than feeling like you need to do it all, which I think a lot of us struggle with. We've got to do all the things all the time. Instead, focus on those few things that really count, those relationships that really matter, the work tasks that really make a difference, um, the hobbies or, or activities, creative activities that really refresh and renew you. Focus on a few things instead of trying to do everything. That will help relieve time anxiety. And then, If you find yourself feeling that you've missed out on life's opportunities, as many of us do at various times in our life, and certainly as we get older, maybe pause for a minute to consider what opportunities you have taken advantage of. What good have you done in your life? What things have you accomplished in your life that you're proud of and that you're grateful for? Nobody can do everything. And so... We can relieve time anxiety by recognizing that, and instead of lamenting what we let pass us by, what might have been, uh, choosing instead to celebrate and savor what we have done, what we have experienced, what we have accomplished, when we can turn our focus to those things, that will relieve that time anxiety and and create a more peaceful and, and grateful Life. So, I guess as I think about this concept of time anxiety and the things that I've read over the last week or so as I've been pondering this, one of the things that I think kind of comes to the top of mind is something one of the articles I read pointed out some facts about time. Time exists, we can't stop it or make it go slower or faster. And we can't change the past. So there's so much we can't control. And knowing that, feeling that, sensing that is part of what contributes to time anxiety. It just keeps driving along and we can't control it. But there are things that we can control. And when we focus on that, focus on those things that we can control. That is the plan we put together for our days. The intentional priorities that we pursue. When we focus on those things, it again alleviates that time anxiety. One article I read said, your time is your most valuable resource. And the reality is you are limited to only so many hours a day. But reclaiming exactly how those hours are used can help you achieve your future goals, feel more motivated at work, say no to the things you don't have the time or energy for, And ultimately, get more done every week with less stress. So reclaiming those hours, choosing on purpose how you're going to use the time that you have uh, will go a long way toward getting you where you want to be and alleviating that time anxiety. My favorite advice that I read in preparing for this episode came from an article called Time Anxiety, what it is and how you can deal with it. And again, all these articles will be linked in the show notes. And that writer said this, when you're anxious about time, you feel uncomfortable with time, either with the fact that time is passing or because you have too much on your plate, which makes you feel overwhelmed. In some cases, you may reflect on your time on earth and whether you've accomplished significant life milestones. To overcome time anxiety, this writer says, you need to accept what you can and cannot control about time. You're the main designer of your future, so think about what matters most to you and make space for crucial activities in your life. Remember that you don't have to deal with time anxiety on your own. If it feels overwhelming, consider seeking some professional help. Moreover, work on your time management skills as they can be very helpful when fighting time anxiety. In addition, you can also work on your ability to focus on one thing at a time. This will help you calm down and gradually let go of your time anxiety. That kind of summarized the best of all the stuff that I read in my investigation of this concept of time anxiety. A lot of great ideas and suggestions there. I wonder what y- you think about this. Have you experienced time anxiety? Did any of this resonate with you? How does it manifest in your experience? And do any of these potential approaches to alleviating it resonate with you? I'd love to know uh, what your thoughts are on this. You can share your questions or thoughts in the comment section of the show notes for this episode which you will find at theproductivewoman.com 436 or post a comment or question on the Productive Woman's Facebook page. If you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, that's also a great place to continue this conversation. And I'd love to do that with you. As always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can do that by emailing your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And I'd love to hear from you. Uh, remember, for our entrepreneurial listeners of the show, you can sign up today for Shopify's $1 per month trial period at Shopify, that's S H O P I F Y shopify.com slash tpw and the tpw should be all lowercase once again shopify.com slash tpw and thank you so much to shopify for sponsoring this episode and that is it for this episode of the productive woman as always thank you so much for spending this time with me i am grateful for you and hope that you found something in this episode that encourages you, that inspires action on your part. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.